If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zin. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. Welcome to another episode of the Miraculous Gospel of Healing. I am Tony Myers. And I am Zinpia. I am the BAM. And I, Comedy Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start out with this. When... All of a sudden, an argument breaks out. Hmm. Say, at a schoolyard. You've got two guys angry with each other. They start talking smack. And they're threatening each other. The one that jumps first, because... We all know the scenario. They're hotheads. They're colliding. Guess what? The one that knows he is faster, stronger, he'll win the fight. He's the one that jumps. He's the one that's offensive. The one that just continuously talks smack and is provoking the situation because in most cases, the one talking all the smack is the one that has an insecurity and he's afraid <clears throat> he's going to get the crap beat out of him. <laughs> and that's true. And that's what we're talking about today. The insecurity of faith. Why we feel the need to use abusive language, abusive verbiage, where we have someone with a different belief, such as an atheist, and why is it that you're attacking the atheist? Are you really believing what you state you believe, or are you trying to protect yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And this really bleeds into what we were talking about the last <coughs> the last episode and how it is believed there's this cosmic warfare battle going on and we're in a cosmic war and therefore an atheist is the enemy. Hmm. Yep. Since he's the enemy, where we feel justified in verbal abuse, putting him down, and this is horrific because that's not what Jesus demonstrated by any means. 
That is not something any of the apostles showed. They did not belittle people. We are to we are to draw people to Christ, not away from Christ. And 100%. all of that behavior comes back to are you secure in your faith? Because if you're secure in your faith, you don't have to be the aggressor. You don't have to be on the offense because you've got nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove. That's it right there. You have nothing to prove. I, I, this, is, this is something in particular that I think that is so intimately involved with healing. Because if... if any of our listeners, if you are actually one there in particular is constantly in this in the position that Holy Weather Tony just mentioned, what it reveals technically is how insecure you are about what you believe. Anybody who actually finds themselves in a position where they are trying to invalidate somebody else to validate your own point, your pursuit of invalidating someone else reveals that you are trying to find validation by invalidating someone else. That means, in simpler terms, you do not believe what you say you believe. And you're trying to get yourself to believe it by getting others to believe. If they could believe, you feel like you could believe. But because they don't believe, you're trying to pull them down to exalt your belief because you don't really believe. I've always actually said this, said this in particular. Do you ever see a scientist and a philosopher sitting down having an argument? <laughs> that is unheard of. <laughs> Unheard of. Never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. A philosopher is there talking about what could be, and the scientist is actually showing you this is how it is. The scientist, the philosopher might pursue the scientist if his ego high is big enough. But very rarely do philosophers pursue scientists. That you don't even see that amongst the body of Christ today. It's so much that if the anything if you check the, the, the modern day church, anything that has proven with research has shown, investigative research into this area has shown A, B, and C. You know, no Christian questions that. So with our science, they trust science so much that if anything science says, they believe is true. That's why we as a body have always had an, an inherent fear of certain sicknesses and diseases because you trust what the scientists say with the same faith that it should be given to God. It's in the science. But do you know why you find yourself in a space where you have struggled believing God? Because you were not taught God from us, let's say from the perspective of spiritual science, about something that works mechanically, Everything that you've been taught 
is very eerie fairy. Because the same things that the same people and the same perspectives that we've been taught about God, if somebody gets a report from a doctor, you immediately switch your mode and, and give them the dismissive statements like, trust God. Because in your mind, that person is not going to get healed. And so you're giving them the dismissive statements, trust God, we will pray for you. Because in your mind, you do not believe what you're saying. You start off by saying, God is God. God is all-powerful. And as soon as you meet the science, you, you switch your tone and you say, I will pray for you. You poor thing. You'll be in my prayers. You'll be in my prayers. Where, where did Paul react to someone like that? Where did Jesus react? Oh, you'll be in my prayers. <laughs> Think about the narrative. What the centurion comes to Jesus and Jesus says, your servant will be in my prayers. <laughs> I'll be praying for you. <laughs> That's true. That song hilarious, yes. But, but that is the go-to for the Christian body. And it's because what you're revealing... Now, this is not trying, I'm not trying to displace anybody's faith here, right? But sooner or later, if you want healing, you have to truly believe what you're actually stepping into. And true belief means that it doesn't mean that you just say that you heal a hundred times for the day. Here's what if you compare the scientists and all the information from the scientists. With the with with um with your belief system, anything that comes from the world of science, you believe it immediately, because in your mind there's a logical process that they are following. Most people actually ap apply faith without a logical process that they follow, because they don't even know how to go about it. They just don't know what they have to believe, and their belief is just saying, well, "I believe." Whilst in their mind, they're entertaining everything else but what they say they believe. You trust science because there's a logical process of progression. There's a logic to it. And you know that by this logic, this is actually what happens. And you're so secure in that, that if the scientist says this is what it is, you will believe it. The scientist could be wrong, but you're going to believe him. Which, that's human wisdom. Human logic. Yes. And the believers wouldn't really stop to find out what is the spiritual logic. Because and medical it, science, by its very definition, medical science is the study of the human body through observation and experimentation. Wait a minute. I thought we walked by faith, not by observation. Not by observation. Hmm. Nobody see the, the thing is is that the believers generally they want healing, but they're not willing to really apply themselves to say to actually ask themselves, how does this work? 
understand, seek understanding, like, like King Solomon says. When all I get in, get understanding. Understand what am I supposed, how am I supposed to approach this? And if we continue with the abstract perspective that God heals and you don't treat God as though it is real, that he is real and what he does is real, and then you need understanding as to how it, that happens, you are always going to be bombarded with these ideas, these abstract ideas. And when, this, when the atheist comes along or something contradicts the belief, you find yourself trying to kill them. Because that's technically what you're doing mentally. You know? You're trying to kill them mentally. You're trying to put them to death because you are not even secure with what you, what you say that you believe. If you truly believe what you believe, you would have the same reaction that a scientist would have with a, with a philosopher. You're not going to get in that conversation. Or better yet, you would have the same reaction as would a teacher to a five-year-old child. Exactly. Well said. Yeah, 100%. The teacher is confident in the truth. So as the child is questioning, she's aware of the fact this child just doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> so she, the teacher is going to be patient, going to be loving, going to be walking through. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to change the subject, but while you were speaking about the science, I've had this question many times come up, and you've heard it, I'm sure. Well, God gave doctors the knowledge for them to do what they do. And I want to set that straight. <laughs> you will not believe how many times I get asked. Well, God gave him the knowledge. Okay. So would you go to a surgeon that has not been to school? That hmm. does not have a degree. Where did the knowledge come from? It didn't come from God. I got news for you. Right. It came from man. Yeah. I don't know why this is such a hard thing to grasp because it shouldn't be. If you're taught by a human being, then that's human knowledge. It's very interesting. It, it's very interesting that, that people would say things like that. It tells me one, you don't read the Bible. Or the scriptures, especially Psalms, clearly says it's better to trust in God than to trust in man. So, if that man is flesh and blood and he has information that is actually contrary to what Yahweh would say, he's telling you the opposite of what Yahweh is saying, then that falls into the category of man. But it also tells me how much of unbelief you're in. Which is kind of technically what I was trying to communicate there just now. 
is that because Christians don't treat God like a science itself, they believe the science, they trust the science. If you tell a Christian, hey, if you put a Christian in a in a position where they have to choose whether they choose to, God to live or the science to live, 99% of them are actually going to cross by the science. When it comes down to it, that's where they'll go. And it's because the mind, and this is something that is normal, is normal. Your mind is created, your spirit is created to understand something. If it, it wouldn't have the capacity to understand, if, if it didn't have the capacity to understand it, somebody like King Solomon who's walking in the wisdom of the spirit, wisdom of the name, he wouldn't say get understanding. And to understand something means to understand how it works. Which means you have to understand it like a science. And one of the things that, that, that sink believers is that they treat God with blind obedience and not, do not treat God as though he is, he is the creator of the universe. And therefore, if everything is science, then even him, how he functions, how his power functions, it also has, also has a science to it. It also has, you must come to, to understand it. So when the science comes up, they, they will find reasons to say, well, God gave him that knowledge. But here's something in particular that we could jam that, we could actually chuck and even wedge, throw a wedging, considering that statement. If you could prove to me that what the science that you encounter in the medical science is healing and not just adjusting for a moment, not just giving you some sort of temporary comfort, all those tablets and so on. If it is healing you, and all surgeons, their work results in unending life, then we could say, well, we need to sit down and have a conversation with God to find out what is really going on here. But all of these things in particular have track records. And we did an episode before where we were speaking about track record. The track record of science in comparison to the track record of the spirit. And we have a book with 4,000 years of track record and medical science still haven't sorted out themselves. They're still experimenting with people. Some of them enter into you, cut you open, enter into you, and making mistakes. I know somebody that actually get it get the wrong eye operated on mm -hmm. and the eye is not the same after that so if if you're saying in particular god gives them the knowledge then if the bible says that god's works are perfect then i expect perfection <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense makes perfect sense God's works are perfect, then they're not supposed to be perfect, they're not supposed to be making mistakes, and you shouldn't be on medication. If you're on medication, God's work is not perfect. There would be there would be no need for bill, pills to be in bottles. No, that's true. One, just one. One pill. Should be boom, and you're good to go for, for, for the next 50 years. 
a hundred years. <laughs> no, it, it's a it's a it's a good thing for us for actually for us to actually ruminate on, because if we are to be honest, most believers are insecure about their faith. They would not put the head. They would not put their themselves in a position where they need to trust God alone. They they, they get into panic. Fear is embraced. Yeah. And then we don't like messages that says fear is not of God. Yeah. We don't like those type of messages because then you're admitting that you're in fear. And that fear is not of God. If I trust God, who is within me, how can I be afraid? Yeah. It is so crucial to be transparent with yourself. I could care less if somebody's transparent with me. <laughs> be transparent to yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. Then when you're transparent with yourself, then you can embrace the truth. Now, you don't have to hide behind your words. Yeah. Because your words will come out truthful. Yeah. So if anything else, you be transparent with yourself. Acknowledge what is your functional truth, that the truth that you're currently living in. What is the spiritual truth? And are they opposing or are they in agreement? Yeah. Then, when you meet an opposing view, now you can be the teacher mm. and not have to lash out because now you're the one that is secure in your beliefs and your faith. And then you can demonstrate Christ. I 1000% endorse what you just said there. I add two things to it. Number one, I just asked Holy Brother Tony just said, and it, it, it is crucial that you be honest with yourself. You know why? We have been taught in modern Christianity to lie. By default, you've been taught to lie. You've been taught to keep rules. And you applied the morality to keep in the rules, which means what you believe in your heart is not always what the moral standard says that you need to do. And many believers spend 20, 10, 20, 30 years 
40 years in lies, you are lying to yourself. You really want to do the opposite. What your heart is, is not the truth. If you really wanted or your heart was for those rules, you will execute them without even questioning it. Something you just, you just like doing. If you really believed in if you really believed in what you what the what the, the, the rules that you were taught were saying, you would do them without question. You wouldn't even struggle. You wouldn't even say that you have a struggle to keep the rules. Holy brother Zane. Let's stop right here. Mm-hmm. Because I want to cover it more on the next episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's our good point, right? And the next episode will be how Christians are taught to lie. Mm. I agree with that. Let's Ooh. do that. Let's do that. It's gonna be deep, and it, <laughs> it, it, it would set a lot of them free because when they realize that they're living by that paradigm, y'all stay tuned. <laughs> Be blessed, be healed, and be a blessing. See, I just spoke life over each and every one of you. That's why I say that. Yeah. That is the shortest, the quickest way that's coming from my heart. So, therefore, it's empowered. That's why I say that. Amen. See you in the next episode.